0: What's up everybody and welcome back to Scripture First, the podcast that explores how the Lutheran lectionary is working in your life. I'm your host, Mason Van Essen. This week we welcome Luther House of Studies co-director, Dr. Chris Krogan, to the podcast to talk about this week's lectionary text, John chapter 1, verses 1 through 18. Before we dive into this week's conversation, I want to tell you about your last chance to register for Luther House of Studies' three-day conference called Proclamation on the Plains. Proclamation on the Plains is three days filled with learning and fellowship, celebrating the 500th anniversary of Martin Luther's three most theologically determinative treaties. Proclamation on the Plains will take place next week, January 5th through the 7th, with both afternoon and evening sessions, where you'll hear the professors you hear on this podcast lead discussions on Martin Luther's treaties. The conference is free to attend and also available via live stream thanks to the Lutheran Leadership Foundation. To see the full schedule of sessions, visit Luther House of Studies' Facebook page. And if you're interested in attending Proclamation on the Plains, please email Sarah Stenson to register. Her email is stenson at augie.edu. That's S-S-T-E-N-S-O-N at a u g i e.edu. Again, that's stenson at Augie.edu. This is the last chance to sign up for this awesome event. Register now or email Sarah for more information on the live stream. As you'll hear me read in just a moment, John chapter one begins with, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Dr. Krogan explains how John chapter one mirrors the creation story in Genesis chapter one you'll hear Kiri, Adam, and I ask questions like, what does it mean that we're not forced to follow the law? What's the new reality the disciples have after hearing Jesus speak? What is grace? And what is God's true heart? But without further ado, here's John chapter 1, verses 1 through 18. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, or of the will of man but of god and the word became flesh and lived among us and we have seen his glory the glory as of a father's only son full of grace and truth john testified to him and cried out this was he of whom i said he who comes after me ranks ahead of me because he was before me from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. And now, on to this week's conversation. Welcome back to the podcast, Chris. Thanks for being here yet again.
1: Great. Thank you.
2: Okay. So before we dive in too far, um, I'm actually confused. So this is gospel reading of John. Mm -hmm. So is John um, talking about himself in here? Um, There's a few spots. So in verse six, it says there was a man sent from God whose name was John. Mm -hmm. So is he talking, is he putting himself in the story or what?
1: He he does put himself in the whole narrative of the text in that he does say at one point that he is the one of the disciples that Jesus loved. So you'll find that actually in the Gospel of John itself. But in this particular text, the one sent from God, whose name was John, is actually John the Baptist. This is a reference to John the Baptist. And John the Baptist is not the author of this specific text. So the author's name is John, self-identified as a disciple whom Jesus loved. And so you see that within the text itself. But then as you uh, walk through the text, you can ask questions of, well, does he really know? Who is he? And so on and so forth. But we're just going to go with what the text says today and say, it's one of the disciples whom Jesus loved. And then actually anybody who is confessing Christ in this way is actually a confessor of Christ. So we're going to let John speak for himself now and listen to how he drives his message to Jesus. And what he's talking about, Jesus?
3: Can we give some significance to the first verse then? Uh, if you read it, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And how closely it aligns just to, to Genesis one as well?
1: Yeah, and so this is so this is what we would be able to say. Sometimes there are two creation stories, in a sense. That is to say, there's two stories that talk about how God started things. And in Genesis one, we hear that in the beginning. God spoke, let there be light, and there was light. Separate the heavens and the waters and the land. And Jesus, I mean, not Jesus, but God speaks. So now this is John going back to and referencing, this is how God works. He speaks creation into existence. And so that's exactly what John's getting at here in this first verse. In fact, the first five verses, he's establishing that the one who's going to be made flesh the incarnation and that's the very that's then the word became flesh and dwelt among us so what is that word it is the very word that was from the very beginning in other words it was the word when it was spoken that started time so there was nothing before the speaking of the word and the other piece that of this word is the word is always a giving that is to say it's an establishing reality so when jesus becomes Connected that is to say he's identified as the word which is the father's work Jesus is God and so that's the significance of the word was God Jesus is God Because then the word becomes flesh
2: so is that kind of where they um, In um, the last verse actually of this when um, in verse 18 where it says no one has ever seen God it is God um, the only son who is close to the father's heart who has made him known that's what they're talking about yeah
1: well. we'll talk a little bit about the known and not being known perhaps because most of the time people don't know God because they actually don't think that he created all so back even to the very first few verses, all things came to being through God. Mm -hmm. That is, you know, God does everything. This is a very important piece for us to realize is even in all these verses, you hear kind of a past tense in English. Was. He was in the beginning and all things came into being. And so you hear it as it happened, but it's actually an imperfect past tense. So an imperfect past tense means it's continuing to happen. This is a key piece to understand that God speaks everything, even today, into creation. That is to say, you don't exist apart from God speaking. You don't exist apart from God establishing you with his word. So when... Everybody is imagining that they are actually the creators of their own existence. That mm-hmm. is to say, that they're going to sustain themselves. They're in charge of making life work, and I need to get my money, and I need to be my own master of my own domain and, and determine my destiny. This is actually going against that. The only reason you exist is because God speaks you into existence.
3: I think about um, the the famous like f- philosophy view on God, where God. Uh, maybe formed the earth and formed creation out of the matter that was there, and then he just le- like the time the timekeeper. He is yeah. this perfect creation. He designed it. Uh, he sets the time, and then he goes off and does something else. But John is saying, as as you're saying, something completely different. Yeah,
1: exactly. Which is why it's so significant as you start walking through the rest of John. For example, the very first miracle at the wedding of Cana, and the mother of Jesus says listen to him do what he says she recognizes whatever he says happens which is again an equation of God speaks it happens so whatever he says actually brings you into existence which is going to be different than what a Greek or a philosopher is going to think of a word so this is a word logos in the Greek and they always think that logos is wisdom that is to say it gives you insight into things but it actually doesn't create anything Whereas this is actually a very different word. It's a giving word. It establishes and creates new realities not just because you know, it points you to something outside of yourself, but actually it creates all things So that's a very important distinction between it's not just a philosophical pointing idea kind of thing
2: um I want to we've talked about this probably two months ago three months ago now Mm -hmm. um and i want to revisit it because i think it's important can you talk more in depth they allude through it um they allude to it throughout the uh, verses prior but in 17 it says the law indeed was given through moses grace and truth came through jesus christ can you talk a little bit about that distinction between moses and jesus
1: yep and so um It's what we understand in our Lutheran conversations, the distinction between the law and the gospel. Mm -hmm. So God always has two words for us. That is to say, God speaks into our lives law, and he speaks into our lives promise. Christ is the true, and this is a big piece up here, the true light, when we get up, when, when we're a little bit up above, like verse nine, the true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. True light meaning it's a divine, um, that is to say, it's a presence of knowing who God is. Mm-hmm. This is what the true light is. And so when you run into Jesus, you actually, it, which is going to get at the very last verse of this text, you know who God is in Jesus. You don't know what God does and is through Moses. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't mean that Moses isn't giving you a word of God, but that word is always going to be an accusation. It's going to be to your um, death eventually. It's called the law. It's not going to ever create. So if you think of it this way, a stop sign does not make you go 55. A stop sign accuses you. It tells you, are you doing it or not? I mean, excuse me, a speed limit sign. Speed limit sign does not make you go
3: 55.
1: Neither does a stop sign. Neither does a stop sign. (laughs) Yeah. So there goes my. You know. So this is. I've got to hang in there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. You guys should have interrupted me way before.
1: A speed limit sign does not make you go 55. Okay. Okay. It accuses you. It tells you what the law is. Mm -hmm. So the law does not actually make you do it. Whereas. Jesus, his speaking, his giving power, establishes something. It makes reality. That's the difference between Moses and the Law, God speaking there, and Christ, God speaking a new way. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I'm looking at the the scripture, reading it, and I, my eyes kind of just. I'm looking at verse thirteen or verse twelve and thirteen. But to all who received him, who believed him in his name. He gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. What does it mean to, to become a child of God, uh, to be given the power to become
1: a child of God? Mm-hmm. To become a child of God is to actually have faith that God is the establisher of creation and you and gives you everything you need from a day-to-day existence. And you're not thinking, I'm in charge. And so this is why it's very important as you start to read through this. He gave the power to become, and it's not gave the power, it's not that you decided to become. Mm -hmm. And that's a big thing is God's the one who's establishing in you trust in him. So prior to that, it's important to look at what the verses before that, 10, 11, and 12. He was in the world, the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. This is actually reflecting exactly what Apostle Paul says in Romans 1, 2, is that although we knew that we did not create ourselves, we all sit there and we look at the mountain and say, I didn't make the mountain, mm-hmm. right? We all know this in mm-hmm. our natural knowledge, but we don't know who did it naturally. Mm-hmm. It actually has to be a word coming from the outside saying, I am your God. This is why, again, in all these conversations we're having about faith, we go and see Abraham and Abraham was actually an idolater. He didn't believe in the creator God until God came and said, I'm your God. And so this is that same kind of power. He gave the power to become children of God. That is a child of Abraham. That is to say one who trusts God.
0: Yeah. And in previous episodes, a few episodes back, we did say that you don't get that from your heritage, which is in this verse, verse 13, who were born not of blood or of the will yeah. And so you can't decide to be a child of God, yep. nor do you earn it from your heritage. Yeah,
1: you don't point to, oh, look who I came through, this this group of people or anything like that. But it's actually God's electing his, deciding who is going to be his sheep. And this is what's going to happen later on in, in Jesus's ministry. And John is my sheep hear my voice. They know me again. And this is the big thing. God's speaking is what's going to establish his kingdom, not God's um, demanding Mm -hmm. or expectation.
2: Um, Okay, so you were talking about 12 and 13, and you said that it's not us who have the power, um, yada, yada, yada. But 12 makes it seem like there is some sort of give and take in that relationship when it says, but to all who received him, who believed his name. It doesn't that doesn't sound like God's giving it to me. I'm the one receiving Him. I'm the one believing His name. How, like, how is that not a, uh, how do I not have any power in
1: that? Well, none of us decide to believe something on our own. It's always told to us. Okay. And so Go you don't, re, you don't receive an education unless it's coming from the outside, right? Yeah so when you receive something it doesn't mean you are actively making it happen it's a reception so just because you receive something doesn't mean you were in control of what it was you were going to receive make sense so like you didn't underst- you didn't receive knowledge because i didn't receive
2: you, the words you're saying right now
1: you're receiving them but you didn't decide i didn't decide to what they were going to be or how they're going to impact you
2: okay
1: which is the same then with believing, because pistis, believing, trust, faith are all things you don't decide to trust somebody. It's because of their track record that you trust, believe, but like, have faith. if
2: someone tells me something, can't I choose to believe whether or not it's true?
1: The only reason you would sit there and think that you could decide is because there's something else that you've been told that you think is more accurate.
2: Okay.
1: So like, you know, so there's now- nowadays you're sitting there... Um, well, my mom and dad said Santa Claus until I was 15. <laughs> but yet, at the same time now, I have suspicions. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, so it was an other information from the outside again mm-hmm. that caused you to have a change of heart. This goes back to that repentance that we've talked about in the past. You yeah. repented because a word from the outside changes your heart.
2: Okay. Okay, I'll come back to that later if I start getting confused again. Yeah,
1: well, it's a natural thing because, but this is exactly what's getting we're getting at here. So let's look at 6. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. So this is in reference to John the Baptist. And he came as a witness. Now this Greek word witness is, a, is an important word because it is um, key here that um, the word is matureo, which means give testimony specifically used in Scripture. As establishing the Messiahship or the divinity of Jesus and so John comes and he says he starts giving testimony He starts preaching. There's God. Mm -hmm. There's God. There's God And some people are believing it and some people are going I don't think so Mm -hmm. Which is why it's important that John starts preaching and things start to split There's the there's the sheep and there's the goats Mm -hmm. and this is what the gospel writer here starting to lay out testify the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, that is to say John the Baptist, but he came to testify light. He started to show who God truly is Mm -hmm. by pointing to Jesus. And when you point to Jesus, you realize God is not demander, commander. God is mercy, gracious, which is why towards the end in 16, from his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. The law was given through Moses, but grace and truth... So there's a distinction between having a God who is putting you on parole, expecting something out of you, commanding you, and having a God who is pardoning you, Mm -hmm. giving you daily bread, sustaining you in all things.
0: Before we dive into the very end of this text, I want to talk about verse 14 Mm -hmm. and that it's the word becomes flesh. Mm -hmm. And you kind of alluded to this at the beginning where you were saying that The word is not wisdom, right? So how does the word becoming flesh kind of reflect why the word isn't wisdom?
1: So the word as wisdom would be like getting advice from your mom. Now you've gotten advice from your mom and you've thought there's better things to to do because you've said, well, good advice, mom, but I'm not going there. Right? Mm-hmm. So it points to a... <laughs> Trick question. <laughs> <laughs> it, we love our moms. <laughs> yeah, you love your moms. Yeah. Well, I know your moms are listening to this. They are. I, your moms will know that I'm an honest dad. You know, I know how this works. Um, but uh, wisdom always points to something outside of itself. That is to say, it points to a reality that's not achieved yet in your own being. Mm-hmm. So this is why when the word becomes flesh, it's a different word. That is to say... God's speaking gives to you, creates you, establishes you, establishes all things in this world. And that's not just pointing to reality outside of itself. It's not just giving an example, which is going to be a key thing. We're to, in a few weeks, we're going to see John talking about the calling of the disciples, and they're going to be asked to follow. Following is not just you know, seeing Jesus as an example, and that you just kind of go, and I'll do like him and see how, how it works. No, no actually, when Jesus speaks to them, he establishes a new reality in them. This is key, because if it was wisdom, then the resurrection would be, oh, raise yourself from the dead, as opposed to God speaking new life into you. Mm -hmm. And so when the word becomes flesh, that means that incarnate, that is a in this creation, God speaking is actually becoming a whole other thing. And this will be important too, when we talk about John's Baptizing of Jesus, mm-hmm. that word becoming flesh and flesh actually being subject to that word too.
3: I, there's there's a great comfort too in knowing that uh, a, God speaking actually creates, uh, and then to know that Christ has risen and He actually still speaks today, uh, and He speaks to us a specific word and and uh, it still creates today. Yep. I, yeah. I mean that's where this is all leading that John is saying He created this. Uh, then he's creating still today uh, yeah. and he uh, is doing this in your life for your benefit. Yeah. we And, and we hear
0: that Genesis 1 text all the time that the word created or God you know, spoke, the word and, spoke and then it created. Yeah. But you don't really think about it that the word became flesh mm-hmm. and that creation ended up being Jesus, just as Adam said, and that Jesus res- oh. is resurrected again and again. And it, yep
1: accounts for us today right now right which is a key thing grass withers flowers fade the word of the lord remains forever Mm -hmm. so just because creation can die doesn't mean god's word is gone so that's another piece is that god's word is finally the eternal thing and so, how does how do we know this eternity? It actually is in Jesus, and thus, in the resurrection, starts new life, a new creation. And so, God's word will establish a new creation apart from this old creation that we are in right now. Mm-hmm.
2: Is there um, is there a reason why John the Baptist was? He was I think he was mentioned in two or three of the Advent weeks mm-hmm. and now coming off of Advent, off of Christmas, he's being mentioned again as one, he and Jesus as one of the key characters. <clears throat> is there a reason behind that?
1: Yeah, I mean, and we're going to see this a little bit more when Jesus gets baptized. John is finally the final prophet and John is going to be the one we're going to see this in a, in a few weeks. When we get into Epiphany, he's going to be the one that is the first preacher to say, here he is. Up to John, everybody was saying, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. Yep. Wait for him, wait for him, wait for him. John gets to be the one that says, see, he's here. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so he's the most significant preacher that transitions us from he's coming to we've got him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, this guy, he's um, MVP of the preachers. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we've heard. Yeah.
2: Okay, <laughs> that makes sense.
0: Okay. Let's transition to the very end of this text. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so official Mason. Yeah.
0: Um we'll start with verse 16. From his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. What what is grace?
1: Grace is God's disposition towards you. That is to say, God really when push comes to shove wants to be only giver to you. Mm-hmm. wants you to know him as the one who establishes you and gives you your daily bread and sustains you in all things. That's, which is what we're going to see then in Jesus throughout his ministry in John, is only giving. So you get, again, we're going to we'll, we go to the very first miracle Jesus has, miracle at Cana, the wedding of Cana, mm-hmm. and what does Jesus do? He gives them the good wine. Yeah. <laughs> so Jesus is established as giver, not expector. And the way I like to talk about this, Jesus is not playing parole officer. Mm-hmm. He's going to yank your chain.
0: He's one who pardons, which gives you new life. Right, which ties directly into the next verse, verse 17. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace yes. and truth came through Jesus Christ.
1: Right, and the truth being back to the truth that we have in the previous verses of the light and the light is the real realization that God is giver. God is gracious, merciful, abounding in steadfast love. In the Hebrew it's Hesed, God's name is mercy. And there's a big difference between that God's name as mercy versus God's name as parent, expector, one who's going to, you know, hold you to a standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: And then can we can we we touched on it a little bit, but a the, the last verse no one who has ever seen God or no one has ever seen God it is God the only son who is cl- close to the father's heart who has made him known uh, can you talk about wh- who, who what is the father's heart yeah and Finally. so
1: reflecting the father's heart is again what we've always thought of God is God is this um, divine expector that is to say one who's going to hold us to a standard and then you have Jesus show up And Jesus says to a woman caught in adultery, where have they all gone? I'm not here to judge you. Your sins are forgiven. I mean, you're just like, wait a second. This is a whole new face of God, not one who's going to come and end us, but actually one who's going to give us new life. Mm -hmm. That's a huge different face, which is the heart of the Father. The heart of the Father is not here to end you, but actually to create you new to establish a new reality. So when it says the Father's heart, Jesus is the one who makes God's true heart known to the world. And it's only in Christ. It's not through anything else. Everything else is going to lead to a dead end. Literally, Mm -hmm. you won't have life in any other God, any other religion, any other proclamation apart from Christ.
2: Okay, um, I just have a quick question for you. Um, So you said that God is not the law. Isn't God God the law, the impossible one, and that's why he sent Jesus Christ to be the grace and the truth?
1: What people think is that God's identity is caught up in the commandments or the expectations, and Mm -hmm. that's all that God was about. But actually, that's not all that God was about. And so to be a child of God is not to be one who's good at the law. To be a child of God is to trust that God will provide and sustain and is mercy. This is why the the children of Abraham are all in faith in that he's going to send a Messiah, a Christ, who's going to usher us into a new creation and take this death and conquer it, remove sin and forgive and be merciful.
0: And on that note, we've reached the end of this week's episode, my friends. Thank you to Dr. Chris Krogan for sharing this week's conversation. The heart of the Father is not here to end you, but to create you anew. And Jesus is the one who makes God's heart known to the world. God's true heart is a giver, not an expecter, And thank God for that. As always, thank you for taking the time to give this episode a listen. We hope it gives you that extra layer of context when you hear it in church preach the passage to your congregation and friends, or read the text in the coming weeks. A reminder to sign up for Proclamation on the Plains, Luther House of Studies' three-day conference in January. It's going to be an awesome event, and we want you there next week. Also be sure to check out Luther House of Studies' resources on their website. There are study guides on the Psalms, the Reformation, the Ten Commandments, the Lord's Prayer, and so much more. That's lutherhouseofstudy.org. That's lutherhouseofstudy.org. Thanks again for joining us this week, and we'll see you next time on Scripture First.